Welcome to the G Squared Podcast, brought to you by G Squared Professional Training and Coaching and Anchor.com. Every episode, we'll tackle a specific topic on anything and everything professional development. We will feature a guest on every episode and get into in-depth discussions that you will not want to miss. On today's episode, we're talking with Eric Whitney to discuss studying one thing and working in something else. Eric Whitney is a cost engineer in Melville Grubbin. He has been working in the defense contracting industry since 2014 on multiple teams and projects. Eric started his career as a member of the Product Support Integrated Product Team, conducting forecasts, spares planning, and operations and support planning, utilizing modeling and simulation tools and practices. Eric has since progressed in his current role as a member of the Systems Engineering Team, supporting risk issue and opportunities, design to cost, and lifecycle cost analysis. Eric currently holds a Bachelor of Arts in Business Administration from Firewood College and is working towards his Master's of Engineering and Systems Engineering from Stevens Institute of Technology. Welcome, Eric Whitney. How you doing, buddy? I am great. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good, man. Um, so I want to welcome you to our episode of studying one thing and now working on something else. Um, I brought you on because I knew you were actually experiencing a little bit of this, so I figured you'd be a vital person to bring on for this particular episode. So thanks again for being part of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you so much for having me. This is the first time I've ever done a podcast or anything like this. So um, uh, I hope um, I can add a good bit of value to what you guys at G Squared are are trying to produce and um, add some insights into um, kind of what my uh, career pivot has been like um, post college, I guess. Um, so yeah, yeah, man, uh, definitely. I, I've heard a little bit of your story at work, so I'm, I'm intrigued to learn more and to hopefully give it uh, that story to all the students that listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. So real quick, man, can you give us a quick bio of who you are, what you're involved in, and all that kind of stuff? Again, my name is um, Eric Whitney, and uh, I am currently, um, my title is currently Project Management. So what I'm currently doing is I'm currently doing a process called Design to Cost, and another one called life cycle cost. And both of these are concerned with, um, you know, at, at the highest level, um, both of these topics are kind of concerned with how do we make something that we're trying to produce affordable while we're, you know, still in a design phase from an engineering point of view. And, how do we make it affordable over its entire lifetime? Yeah, um, so that's what I'm currently working on. Uh, I'm also working on my master's degree in systems engineering right now. And um, yeah, in my free time, I, I like uh, going to concerts and um, surfing um, and pretty much just hanging out um, <laughs> as any normal 27 year old um so yeah that's, that's that's a little bit about kind of me and what i've been doing professionally awesome man nice eric witty so 
going into the subject, as I mentioned in the intro, everybody, uh, what we're going to be talking about today's in today's episode is I studied one thing in college. Now I'm working in something completely different. Now, I noticed that Eric didn't bring up what he actually studied in his undergrad, which is pretty good because that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about this entire episode. So, Eric, um, give us pretty much an overview of what exactly you studied in college. And now we kind of got an idea of what you're doing right now. So just give us what you did, and, and obviously the audience is going to know exactly that you're not exactly studying that stuff. So Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I studied um, business administration in college, actually, um, which I guess is kind of interesting in the grand scheme of um, working at such a tech-centric place in industry. Um you know, especially in engineering. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my um, undergrad background, if you will. So the main first question I have for you then is, what happened? How did you get from business administration to engineering? <laughs> so that's and that's a great question. Um, so. I'm sure as most folks get out of college, um, they, they find, I guess, what they, they study or what they studied, um, and what they're interested in maybe doesn't, um, align so much with, um, what they're interested in, in the now, you know, Four years later, after you know you've down selected your major and committed to it and put in all the work, of course. Um, so I, I think down the line, um, I guess what kind of put me in in the industry, if you will, is um, is I, I, I was trying to keep in mind with my values. Um, but also stick kind of close to what I would, what I did, uh, in college and university. Um, so my dad was actually, he was a Navy pilot and um, I've had uncles who are Navy pilots as well. And I grew up near, um, near NAS Oceana, which is, is a Naval base. And I've, I've kind of always been surrounded by, uh, by aerospace and, and fascinated by it. Um, so I came out, I came out of college, um, you know, kind of scratched my head a little bit. It's like, okay, what now, you know? <laughs> so I, I think, um, you know, it, there's the great thing about these type industries is, there's a, a whole lot of room um, for people of all different walks of backgrounds. Um, so the, the field I originally got into was logistics, um, which is not exactly oriented with um, business administration. Um, I mean, there, there might be a little bit of a loose overlap with it, but... For, for the most part, um, 
not too close. Um, but I think kind of what drove me to um, courting, you know, these these defense industries um, was, you know, trying to listen to my values and be like, okay, um, this is something I know I'm interested in and, you know, something I think um, I'm very driven to, to contribute to and to add value to. And um, I think that's kind of what gave me the push into the doors initially um, with um, the company that I worked for. Again, you know, I was I was courting a few few others, few other major um, indus- industry leaders, I guess, in the field. So yeah, I think you know, trying to listen to my values and align them with my education and where I wanted to go kind of put me in that direction. And uh, from there. Um, I mean, it's, it's been nothing, it's been nothing but great personally. (laughs) (laughs) No, good. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, you're able to find a way to kind of fulfill your values and your, your your early interests and kind of just jump into where it was a possibility to do all that stuff. And now you're, you're where you are. And yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. I I didn't know that part of the story. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's I think that's one of the most um, important parts um, to think about. You know, when you're when you're in college, is um, holding you know true to your values, and you know, of course, sticking to whatever curriculum you've chosen. But um, again, the topic of this conversation is I studied one thing, but I'm in another. <laughs> no, I, I, I 100% agree. When I was an undergrad, I initially started out as an electrical engineer. And I think about after year two, when I really started getting into uh, the actual hardcore classes, uh, I had many friends in those classes, and I could see the passion they had for it. And, you know, I could do the work, and, you know, I was able to, you know, be successful in those classes. But the thing was is that, it just didn't fit me, you know. I didn't, I didn't feel I, as I grew. I guess I started to see that my 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 interest in it was just starting to deplete. And um, after speaking to a lot of people around me, they were like, "Hey, man, you've got really a knack for industrial engineering. Maybe that's a, that's a way of going." I was like, "Oh well, let me take a look at it." Spoke to my advisor. She suggested, "Hey, take this intro to industrial engineering course. If you like it, it's not going to set you back too far. Um, you can make the switch to the major, or if you don't like it, like again." It's not going to set you back too much. And just you go back to your normal classes. And I'll be honest with you, man. After two weeks in that class, I don't think I don't even even think two weeks. It was maybe one and a half. I was sold. I was like, I felt I felt right in. I felt like this is exactly what I needed to do. And I switched right away, and I've, I've never looked back. Now I'm here. And yeah, that's that's you know that's a fantastic. Um, I think that's a fantastic thing, um, especially in university when. You know, you can you can pivot a little bit, and you have a little bit of room to to move academically. Um, you know, you pick those you pick those classes out. I guess it might be interesting, or you know, you have a mentor that tries to turn you in one direction and say, "Hey, check this out." Um, and, you know, I think it's 
it, it does nothing but to behoove oneself to to open up to those experiences. Um, a similar situation. I actually started out my college career as um, a, an econ major. So yeah, I was I was going to go full track economics straight up um, economics degree. Um, but, you know, I, along, you know, along with talking to my advisor, I was like, hey, I'm interested in a little bit more than just going down this one, this one pipe and, you know, looking down this one soda straw. I kind of want to see what goes on in the finance world, the accounting world. Um, and that's what kind of put me up in the, the big, you know, kind of global business degree, which is business administration, where you're looking at a little bit of everything, um, which I, I certainly digged. Um, I, I guess I had a, I had kind of a hunger to see how the world works from like a money and business perspective at a young age, you know, when I was 18 and 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And, um, you know, I think that opening up to experiences like that, uh, is nothing but a benefit. Yeah. And the earlier, the better. I mean, we're not, we're not suggesting everybody, if you are in like your, your last semester of college, you decide, Oh, well, I'm going to go try this out. No, 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 no. You know, try to open up yourself early on so you can get that experience and make a decision quicker so you don't necessarily waste a lot of time and obviously money because, you know, education nowadays is a lot of money. Of um, course, of course. So <clears throat> what I want to know now from you, buddy, is, you know, we, we you've described how you kind of got into engineering, how you got in. What I always tell students is, yeah, you are studying Mechanical engineering, for example, but that necessarily—that's not necessarily what your title might be when you graduate. You know, depending on where the industry you fall into, um, sometimes you might get stuck working in things that are completely unrelated. But for an engineering student, there are certain foundations that we learn, and as an undergrad, that we can apply into a lot of things as a as a professional. For you, what were those initial challenges? going into a full, you know, into an engineering role from going from business admin to, to engineering. What was those first initial uh, challenges? Yeah, I, I think, um, I think this is the, the big question, you know, when it comes to, um, <laughs> going into engineering from a non-engineering background. Um, cause STEM centric, uh, degrees line up very, very, very well with um, STEM-centric vocations. Um, it, so, sorry if I'm speaking acronyms. STEM, of course, is uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in business, um, doesn't necessarily... Um, lend itself a whole lot of weight, I, I guess, in in those fields, you know. Um, it, if I take my degree and I say, 
hey, I want to apply to be a design engineer or I want to, um, I want to build, um, I want to build chips for, for a, um, a processor company or something like that. Um, you know, a, a, a company might scratch um, their heads a little bit, you know, when you submit your, your resume to them and you have that background. Um, for me personally, I kind of got into an area where there was a little bit of overlap initially between the worlds of business and kind of industrial engineering, systems engineering, and um, and math to, I guess, any math majors out there. Um, so what I initially was doing when I got hired on was this, you know, they sat me down they're like, okay, you're going to be doing this. Um, you know, we, we build these widgets, um, for this customer. And I'm of course speaking generalities. Um, and we need X amount of widgets over so many years to keep our customer happy. How many of those are we going to need? How much of it is going to cost us? And um, what's what's the best way to kind of get it done in the time frame we have? Um, so, and I guess this area I got into was called Sparrows Fulfillment. It kind of had a little bit of overlap where it's it was like, Okay, well, we need to make economic decisions, and we need to make economic decisions in a way that support our systems. So, systems engineering. So, you know, you think about the Venn diagram, two circles overlapping. I kind of ended up in the middle of that diagram when I first um, started out in my career. And, um, I think as time has progressed and I've kind of been into a little bit more the, the, the engineering world, uh, I'm starting to go down that path a little bit more. Um, so, uh, to, to answer it, I, to answer it in, you know, Sum it up in one sentence, I guess. Um, there was some overlap in what I initially studied and kind of where I wanted to pivot. Um, if that if that makes any sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it does. So I'm going to go ahead and move into the student questions now. Uh, we had a few students uh, submit some questions, and again, everyone who's listening. Uh, if there's a topic you want us to discuss and find someone to talk about during our episode, please send us an email at gsquirtstem at gmail.com. And if you have any questions for any guests, we usually post on social media who's going to be coming on our podcast. So feel free to reach out to us again by email. So, Eric, question number one for you from a student. Mm -hmm. This person wants to know, 
would you wish you would have gone back and did the other degree that you're doing right now as your career? So instead of business administration, do you wish you would have gone and done some engineering work? question that I've never actually been asked that question either so kudos <laughs> to um to whoever asked um hmm. <laughs> okay so objectively I'd say um just based on the industry I'm in now and kind of like the position I want to pivot to and build my career on yeah, I think absolutely. It, it probably would have been a little better for me to have pursued um, something different up front. But, you know, the, the issue with that, of course, is, you know, we can't go back in time. And um, um, I don't think I would have known initially I was um, so interested in now. You know, studying business helps put things into a perspective that many of my colleagues um, don't often see. So, uh, kind of a yes, no answer to that one. Um, no, you're, but, you're but a great question. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It, it's, you know, sometimes when we are looking back at certain choices we made, and obviously sometimes you go, I wonder what it would have been like if I did this versus that. But then you look back and the experiences really shape you to where you are now, right? I mean, you wouldn't be where you are if you hadn't gone through the things you went through. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I could have studied engineering um, in my undergrad and gotten so turned away from it, you know, I could have ended up in, in banking or something. Um, so you never know. But I think um, just the important thing to take out of your undergrad is to use all of those critical thinking skills and project planning skills and, and, and group working and uh, prioritizing um, that you learn and apply it to whatever you're looking to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, good, good. And then one thing you brought up is perspectives. You're bringing in new and fresh ideas or perspectives that maybe people who actually did those degrees yeah. Yeah. might not be thinking. And from experience from you and I, because we work in the same company, you kind of you kind of do do that and bring in your own background to what the stuff that we're working on. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So next question. Pretty simple. Hopefully you can answer this. Uh, the pros and cons of not having a degree where you're working at right now. Okay. Yeah. This is um, this is another good one. So um, I think the pros. Uh, I go back to. Um, there's. I definitely think that I bring a different way of thinking just based on what I've learned in undergrad and you know, the projects I've done in undergrad and stuff like that. Um, I think that's, that's pretty big. Probably one of the biggest pros cons are. So this is probably what most of you undergrads are thinking, you know, 
what is going to be my barrier to if I see something, how am I going to get to it? Um, if I didn't major in that field, I guess. Um, so, you know, I guess if I'm walking around, um, you know, the cube farm that, um, that we work in, uh, it's industry term, of course, <laughs> nothing against it. <laughs> and, you know, I see somebody working on, um, doing like a stress analysis or something. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. And I sit down with this person and, you know, have them kind of walk me through what they're doing. And I'm like, wow, I would really love to try this out. I, I think personally that's, that's been kind of um, a barrier is, you know, sometimes undergrad degrees line up with certain vocations better than others and you get a little bit of a barrier but you have to always try to overcome that con and you know there there's so many ways to to get to what you want to do that Ultimately, through one way or another, I think you'll get there. Um, especially if you add value in whatever your position you're doing at the current, you know, at your current stage in your career. Um, but it always helps to try to engage with um, with others and build a network and. Um, uh, always, always keep learning. You know, the learning never stops once you're out of under your ad, as I'm sure you'll attest to, Andres. <laughs> Amen, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, pro, um, different style of thinking and con, uh, barriers to, um, certain vocations um you know based on the degree type yeah but so you, you, that's the personal um battle and everybody's different so yeah well you brought up an interesting point where you know a lot of people don't realize this is when you when you finish your undergrad and you start working at a big company sometimes these companies they're they teach you their ways of doing certain things so in a yeah. way you're kind of you're going to be trained and taught new things that probably you would have never learned in your undergrad you know what i mean um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, I think, I think, regardless, you know, as, whether you did an engineering degree or not in an engineering field, these companies, there's always a learning experience waiting. So yes, it doesn't end. So, is there any advice you can give to someone who's currently in a, in a position where they're in a, they're stuck in an area where they know they didn't study? It's not necessarily where they want to be. But they want, they know, they're not too sure if they're going to get to where they want to be. Is there any advice you can possibly think of to give students in that scenario? Okay. To, um, to any student in this scenario, um, I think it's the most important um, 
And based on my personal experience, I would say try to find the areas of overlap between, you know, maybe what you're eyeing and what you studied. Um, so I hearken back to how I kind of got my foot in the door at uh, Northrop Grumman. I, I found an area that supported my degree field, but had a little bit of overlap with certain other aspects of um, engineering and design I thought was cool. Um, so it, the most important thing you can do with your undergraduate, under, undergraduate degree is to leverage it. Um, you know, uh, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and I don't think it does much good to any student to, um, to, you know, look back and woe is me. I, you know, you have to leverage your degree, leverage what you've learned, and, you know, it's not a, it's not always technical things you learn in your degree, but, you know, your, your teamwork aspects, your prioritizing, your, your project planning, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of people who I've met who are always nervous that, especially for those first career, first year career uh, people who are just starting to work in their careers, and sometimes they're stuck in a position where they didn't want to work in that area. And I always tell them, listen, it's not the end of the road. Just take the time to learn, make build your network, you know, build relationships, and then from there you can always jump into something else or create a path for yourself to get to where you want to be. Um, so anyway, so Eric, just to sum everything up, um, is there any last advice, any last quick words of thought for students in terms of if they're going through what you were going through or they're in the process of maybe experiencing different things and what they're studying? Is there any last words you want to give to students? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I would say um, follow your heart, follow your values, and you can never really steer yourself wrong. Um, you'll probably have many career changes um, throughout your life, or you, you might never have any at all. But I think if you're always kind of in tune with what good you want to put out and what value you want to add to whatever you're doing, if you... Keep it in line with your values and what you believe in. I I don't think you can go wrong. I wouldn't get what's the word I'm looking for? Discouraged if um you know you have a little crisis of of uh <laughs> career identity. A little crisis of yeah yeah <laughs> late into your in your college career or even midway through it. Um, so. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree with you, man. You're 100% right. So that pretty much that pretty much sums up our episode of the topic. Study one thing and not go into something else. Eric, thanks so much for joining me in this phone call, and I hope to bring you on for something else in the future. I know that your experience yeah. and what you've given us uh, is a big, big, interesting input. 
especially those who are going through that same thing that you went through. Um, is there anywhere where students can possibly find you? Maybe a LinkedIn if they want to continue asking questions or asking for advice. Absolutely. Um, so if, if anyone wants to, to look me up, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, you can also forward any questions to, um, to Andres and the G Square team. And um, I'll, I'm more than happy to type up an answer or, um, or even have a quick chat, you know, if, if it helps. Hopefully I offered some, some insight. Uh, so the first time I've done this again, so <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, nah, man, you're <laughs> you're a pro, man. You're a pro. Thank you so much. So, for everyone listening, uh, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the G Squared Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us. We are on iTunes and Anchor.fm. Um, please, we're also working on getting it on Spotify and Google Play. More details on that to come for you Android users. And again. If you're looking for more information on G Squared or looking for some of our services, find us on www.gsquaredstem.com. And yeah. So, Eric, thanks again, once again, to, for helping us out. And until next time, guys, thank you so much. Bye bye.